0: Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we have the opportunity to talk with President Harrison about the events taking place in Washington, D.C. and the LCMS opportunities to uh, to support projects um, supporting life. Joining us today, the Reverend Dr. Matthew Harrison, President of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. President Harrison, thanks so much for spending some time with us on the Coffee Hour. It's always a pleasure. For our listeners, we're recording in advance because right about now, President Harrison is actually in divine service, uh, preparing for the March for Life and probably bundling up because I bet it's going to be cold. So, uh, President Harrison, why is the LCMS involved in the National March for Life each year and many marches across the country as well? Hmm.
1: Well, this is, uh, this is, of course, one of many issues of our time and many interrelated issues, the uh, the issue of about. Of, of whether a person, a child inside a womb is a person or not is fundamental. And whether that person uh, has rights, is uh, recognized as a creation of God, a child, a gift of God, or whether that individual is merely a fetus. Mm. And nobody knows what that is. It's just a, a, a Latin word and not a real baby with a beating heart and a person who de- deserves some protection uh, protection for life. And uh, that has led us on the path uh, in a lot of kind of bad directions on, on what the nature of sexuality is, the, the nature of sex itself, the purpose of sex, purpose of marriage, the purpose of families, parenthood, and... Uh, that fundamental creation of God, uh, the family, has been and is being intensely attacked now in our country. Uh, Black Lives Matter put out a you know, some of its founding documents attacked attack the nuclear family as somehow unblack, and uh, end up attacking the very thing that makes for the most opportunity for people who grow up at its uh, as stable a family as possible. So there's a lot of reasons we march. I think fundamentally we confess God's creation in Christ and the precious nature of every human being. And we believe that uh, right throughout the end of life. And that's why we provide loads and loads of assistance in our congregations uh, around the world, through our institutions, through our grant making, through our missions to care for people in all stages of life,
0: the LCMS has has quite a presence at the March for Life. A, a unique presence in a variety of ways. What is the the message that we as Lutherans bring to the march as we're as we're walking through the streets of of DC? What is that message that we bring as Lutherans to this crowd?
1: We have a special understanding of justification by grace through faith, and that's it's very interesting. If you read the uh, fourth article of the Augsburg Confession, which deals with justification, uh, we see that we are accounted righteous by God through faith by grace. It's a gift, and it's it's being acknowledged. Uh, as sinners under the law, and yet acknowledged, accounted, reckoned, righteous, sinless, acceptable, beloved by God, without any merit or work of ourselves. think about that you think about uh, what one theologian Oswald Byers called it the eternal the eternal quest for self-justification. We always try to justify our actions. Think about any interaction or minor conflict or major conflict we have with any other human being. We always try to justify our existence. Or think about your relationship with your parents, who maybe haven't praised you enough over the years or who knows what, you're always trying to justify yourself to get that approval. It's something every human being craves, craves. And we know the heart of the faith is the recognition uh, the objective justification by Christ's death of all human beings received in time by faith. So uh, I think that's pretty unique, really. Uh, that's pretty unique. And it, it makes a kind of a unique view on mercy, too. Mercy isn't something cares and something we're doing to earn anything. It is accounting other people as God accounts them. That is valuable valuable
0: as the blood of jesus earlier in the program we had the opportunity to talk with deaconess tiffany mater and chris freeman from lcms life ministry about i I wouldn't trust either (laughs) of them at all (laughs) we had the opportunity to talk about the million dollar match the first john three million dollar match for um life affirming projects tell us more about why this this million dollar match is so important to you and to the lcms you can trust them on that thing.
1: Well, um, it, it's really important because you know we were thinking when this Texas suit and then the uh, I think the Alabama suit was coming through the courts and headed for SCOTUS or the Supreme Court on especially challenging Roe. As the oral arguments were heard in December. We announced this million dollar match. It's because anytime the abortion issue comes up, you know, you look at the LCMS Facebook page and people start shouting and a lot of trolls come on. You just care about babies when they're in the womb, but you don't do anything for them when you're, when they're out of the womb and you know, you don't put your money where your mouth is and all that, which is absolute. It's an absolute canard. It's nonsense. Christians help people enormously uh, globally locally in their congregations outside of their congregations so this is just a just a million dollar way for us to say what's really a two million dollar way to say uh, you know we really do provide care for particularly in this case women and children pre-born children children after they're born when they find themselves in difficult circumstances and we want to Typically, double, uh, double this year by a million dollars, a million dollars of local dollars going to help crisis pregnancy centers, uh, families in crisis, unwed mothers, fathers, etc. So that's why we did it.
0: How are, how are we hoping that this will um, bolster these, uh, these efforts to support life in individual congregations across the nation?
1: Well, of course, there are many congregations that are involved in their communities and crisis pregnancy centers and homes for uh, um, uh, parents, and mothers, families in crises. That, that they participate ecumenically—that is, with other Christians, other organizations—and many of these instances, they do. Many of them have their own efforts that they uh, are carrying out. We have the Missouri Senate has its own. Crisis pregnancy centers. And so uh, just bringing to bear uh, in every congregation where this is done, people are going to go, hey, look, we got a chance to match our dollars. And there will be many new congregations involved who haven't done it before. And they'll step up. And it will all be in the context of the Great Roe decision, which will be decided in the the months to come. I think it probably will fall. And, uh, that doesn't mean if Roe, uh, the Roe decision of seventy three, falls, it doesn't mean that we won't have abortion anymore. Ro, abortion was legal already prior to seventy three in several states, New York being one of them. But the whole, but what Roe did was nationalized legal abortion and said you certain you states can put some limitations on after the period of viability, which was a kind of a slippery term, but now. You'll have probably 20 to 30 states that will, some of them immediately, according to their current law, immediately uh, outlaw abortion or put significant restrictions. And uh, then certain states that have been very, very uh, conscientiously destroying and removing any and all protections for any child, even a child who's been aborted, born alive. Illinois, I think Illinois and New York passed the most draconian laws. All protections have been stripped away. And so you'll have certain states in the country, uh, certainly Illinois in the Midwest will be the the abortion capital of the country
0: coming up in just a little while you'll be heading over to the national march for life one of the things that lutherans are known for in the march for life is singing hymns what's on your lineup today what's the first hymn you're going to sing when you hit the pavement this afternoon i don't know (laughs) uh well
1: you know mighty fortress is always popular that's good you know you these marches, there's, there's tons of Roman Catholics and it's kind of fun to see all the different groups, but we've got more and more Lutheran high schools going and our Lutheran group gets uh, more significant all the time. But really uh, don't tell anybody that Catholics can't sing. So, uh, <laughs> Although some of their high schools can shout pretty well and they they do sing things, but uh, we sing hymns and we sing parts of the liturgy. We confess the creed. It's kind of a it's an interesting thing walking across a, an, an intersection uh, in front of some building in the U.S. Capitol uh, confessing the Apostles' Creed, for instance, or, or singing or uh, praying the Lord's Prayer. And that's a privilege to do. We're known for it, and we confess Christ. And it's really important to do it, especially for young people To just stand in front of the world, write on public, confess Christ, and say no to killing children in the womb. Um, It's good for faith. It makes one strong. And uh, you just realize that the world is opposed to what Christ is all about. And we're going to confess, and we're going to do it not in a mean way. It's really interesting how kind the march is, how people are kind to each other, good people in good spirit a lot of uh, there's a lot of laughter uh going on so it's really they're really quite remarkable events
0: our guest today the reverend dr matthew harrison president of lutheran church missouri Synod. president harrison thanks for spending some time with us on the coffee hour blessings on the march and all those who'll be with you
1: thank you so much and I always hear during and after the march how many people were so thankful that we could go and really represent them who weren't able to and how they're praying.
0: It's really inspiring. So the Lord be with you. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.